Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. I started walking away because I thought Jackson was about to update us on what the Lakers did this weekend. And then, alas, no, no, Jeremy Rutherford's on. Yep, sure is. Morning, JR. Morning, morning. Hey, you know how polite this uh, Jackson Burkett is uh, that you work with? Tim? How polite is he, Jeremy? He texted me yesterday. He said, 1045 tomorrow, sir. I said, you know what? I'm going to Metallica. How about I talk to you next week? And he said, enjoy the show, sir. <laughs> Look at you. Well, I know JR is actually, he's one to, to throw a little joke uh, in our text exchanges about coming on the show, but sometimes it's hard to pick up um, because, you know, we're just, we're texting. So I'm just like, what's the safest text here? And I said, you know what? Just enjoy the yeah. show. And then if he's kidding, he'll text me. And if not, well, then he'll enjoy the show. Yeah. It's a win-win. Yeah, win. yeah. Did yeah you? well, I did. I ran into one uh, Jamie Rivers and uh, talked to him for a few minutes and found out we had different experiences at Harry's back in the day. I was the guy <laughs> in line that they were, they were pushing past. Uh, <laughs> uh, how how was the Talica show? Yeah, it was great. It was great. I've never seen them uh, in person, and uh, you know we're going way back yesteryear for an old guy like me. And uh, you know I'm not a huge heavy metal guy, and I know they're not necessarily. Heavy, heavy metal, but uh, just great tunes, one great song after the next. Look at that, Jackson. Are you a Metallica guy? Uh, not for me. Is that right? I respect Do you people. you down on people who are because you went to Ledoux and you fancy yourself as a nobleman? <laughs> no, see, I would never want someone to look down upon what my taste and whatever uh, art form there is, so I would never look down upon someone else's. Oh, wow. Look at you this know, guy. Treat others how you like to be treated. Oh, my gosh. How about that? <laughs> JR, you're, you're learning a few things this morning, aren't you? Oh, well, yeah, what did I tell you about this politeness? It took, him about a, it took him about a minute to explain to me why he didn't like Metallica yesterday. He was trying to be so polite. Look at this guy. Look yeah, at you, Jackson. You're all grown up and you're all grown up. Trying to. As far as a surprise goes this weekend, I don't know if I would have been less surprised by Missouri winning at Georgia than I would have been by the Blues not only getting all four points, but playing. I mean, I realized the, the game against the Devils, you know, there were some empty net festivities there. But, I mean, they outplayed, you know, if you're, like, scoring all six periods as a, as a fight, I, I think I'd give all six periods the Blues. I mean, my point being, they outplayed two teams, and I just didn't see that coming, man, at all. Uh, what was your takeaway from it, and, uh, and what was the difference? Yeah, empty net festivities. i got to borrow that one if you, you don't like mind. like that empty sometime. net festivities, uh, yeah. Jackson? Big <laughs> fan. <laughs> borrow that. <laughs> They, they played two great games, Tim, I'm telling you. And things, you know, you talk about getting traction on the season. You've got to be careful there. But things like, like they're coming together. You, what do you talk, 14 goals in the first eight games of the season, and then you have 10 in the last two, granted, two empty net festivities Thank there. You. But, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I think you see some developments. Uh, look at Jordan Kyrie. Robert Thomas, after the game, called him the absolute best player on the ice. He had nine shots on goal. And yeah. Tim, Sometimes when you have eight or nine shots on goal, you'll have three or four that are blocked. You'll have a couple miss the net. He had one that missed the net. Otherwise, all nine of them on net. Braden Shen, uh, he got off the schneid three points, has his first goal of the season. A couple big assists. They were key in kind of getting uh, getting the Blues control of that game. Uh, and I think uh, if you look at what the offense is doing in relation to the defense, that's the key for me here is it, it looked like there was a huge disconnect with this team between the defense and the offense early in the season. And I think we've seen 
some um, connection, some connectivity there. And I talked to Craig Burby about that as he said, yeah, we're seeing a lot more flow. It looks like the defense is jumping, making plays, getting the puck to the forwards and the forwards are finally doing something with it. So we, we talked last week about, you know, what we what you want to see out of a season like this if, if it's not going to lead to a playoff appearance. From my standpoint, you want to see uh, Cairo and Thomas start to show that they can be the foundation for the next chapter. And we certainly saw that uh, in particular, as you made reference to with Cairo in, in the nine shots and the best player on the ice comments from Robert Thomas and then also Robert Thomas firing the puck more. You also saw one guy who got a lot of attention in the offseason because of the trade uh, or lack thereof with Tory Krug plus four. And Kevin Hayes, a guy who was traded, uh, having himself a big game as well. So uh, mentioning uh, both those players uh, as being keys to the weekend's performance from the Blues. What would you see there? Yeah, I wrote about Robert Thomas and Kevin Hayes. And with Robert Thomas, let's talk about that situation for a second. They start out the year with Thomas and Kyra on the line together. Mm-hmm. And you just like, you like that future. You like the chemistry that they have. You think, okay, those are the two guys. So those are the highlights uh, that we're going to be watching for the next 10 years. But but there's a but here. Craig Bruby had to separate them because the offense wasn't uh, working, and, and so they uh, changed it up, and now they're on different lines. What's it done? Thomas is shooting the heck out of the puck. Uh, you know, he's on pace. Uh, granted, you got to stay healthy and play all 82, but 172 shots on goal this year with, with the pace that he's on. And uh, you look at Jordan Kyra, and like I said, he had the nine shots on goal, and and he's just himself. So it might be a situation where you keep these two separated for a little while, let them kind of do their own thing, and it looks like the two lines that they're on are working really well. And a real good sign with Kevin Hayes, you know, he kind of needed to get going a little bit. He said he felt like he wasn't getting a lot of chances. Um, now Craig Bruby said uh, kind of working for him, and then a couple happened for him in the New Jersey, New Jersey game. So I think with uh, Kevin Hayes, you had to have that happen. Uh, but he's here a couple more years, and he just has to bring some stability yeah. to that third line. I think we saw that the past two games. Jeremy Rutherford with us here on Balloon Party 101 ESPN and on YouTube. He joins us every Monday morning on the show to take a look at the weekend that was and the week that is ahead. Still two more games on this homestand tomorrow night. The Blues taking on the Winnipeg Jets. Some people mistakenly call that franchise wins per game. Um, and then they will take on the Arizona Coyotes on Thursday before heading back out. We, you know, we, we said that inevitably this team is going to have some games where you go, man, look at this, these guys, and then some games where you go, oh boy, how about that? But to put two back-to-back, you started out our conversation by saying perhaps this changes how you view uh, the way things could go this season. I think that I think that every fan is maybe whether it's realistic or it's delusional, going, okay, well maybe maybe this can be a little different than we we thought after, in particular, the loss at Vancouver, uh, and then you know it wasn't horrible in Colorado, but it wasn't great, and it was a dominating third period by a better team and. Uh, and then you see that kind of performance. Granted, the, you know the Devils were in Minnesota the night before, but to play that well in those two games, does that does that change the what the the goal is here? I mean, I, I'm not saying the changes for the organization, but does it change what you think is realistic for the team? Yeah, I think a little bit. I mean, obviously we want to be careful here, but I think if you're looking through it uh, through the optimistic view, you had that game in Vancouver, and we talked to Brian Chen about it a couple of days ago. He said, "Listen, end of the." Road trip, not making excuses, but they're a rested team. They're a quick team, and uh, the Blues are playing 
uh, back to back. And, and he felt like, you know, that was kind of a setup situation where, Hey, it might not look good. And it didn't, obviously, you know, Colorado, they did lose the game. Colorado's the better team, but I think, you know, they hung in there and they had some shots on goal. That's a big key, Tim, you know, outshot in the first five games of the season. And in the last five, they've uh, got 35 shots on goal three times. That's a positive trend. So we can talk about have they turned the corner, do they have traction. Some of the numbers are showing that they're playing better hockey. So, again, you have to be careful. you got a couple teams coming up that you've lost to already this season. Uh, But I think that things are trending in the right way. And after two games, they feel good about their game. And I think that's going to be the big thing with this team is, is, is the confidence early on. You lose a couple, all of a sudden here we go again. But I think the way they turned things around this past weekend uh, is at least a good sign for the next couple weeks. Yeah, indeed. And it is uh, it is something else what took place on Friday and Saturday. And we'll see how they perform tomorrow night. Looking forward to it. Blues and Jets pregame here on 101 ESPN at 6 p.m. You can hear Jeremy Rutherford throughout the week on 101 ESPN. And he's with us on Wednesdays on TMA at 9 o'clock. Jeremy Rutherford, 101 ESPN, giving us his perspective on an incredible weekend for the St. Louis Blues. JR, always appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Fine, sir. Thanks, Timmy. Talk to you guys. Thank you. That's Jimmy Rutherford with us here on Balloon Party. Time for us to shut it down. BK and Ferrario are up next for Action Jackson. I am Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN and on YouTube.